Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You got it straight out of Vegas on a Friday into a Saturday. Steve Cofield, RJ Bell across the way. What a show. What a show. One hour jam-packed. Fox Sports Radio, coast to coast. We're going to be talking, obviously, Golden State and the Rockets and what CP3's absence means. We'll be talking about hockey, the Stanley Cup, and how it's such a big story in Vegas. And it is such a big betting story. And we're going to be talking a little bit about the NFL, the anthem, and all the controversy. But first, the Vegas lead. Showtime! Yes, the Vegas lead, LeBron elimination game. He lets us down again. No, it almost never happens. He's been unbelievable. He's getting better as he gets older, which is sort of amazing. Came into this now, elimination is that kind of game. A, is that kind of a hint that there's PEDs involved? No, not at all. Because well, Stephen, had- A, Stephen A's done that. Uh, he hinted at it pretty strongly Yes, about two months ago. But uh, LeBron came into this one in these elimination spots, averaging 33.5 points per game. He's the uh, best player in the history of the NBA when it comes to these spots, just ahead of Wilt and Michael Jordan. Now we're using points per game as points, the, the points metric. Points per game, yep. 33.5 points per game. Tonight he had 46 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 
Cleveland laying seven. It was right around seven, eight from like four minutes down to a minute and a half, but Cleveland stretches out just a little bit to get the Cavalier betters the win, 109 to 99, and more importantly, to get Cleveland the win and to a game seven. A lot of topics here. Let's go down them one by one. First off, I've been really wrong about the Celtics on the road. And this is a classic story. It's a classic Vegas story. Do you trust the recent small numbers or do you trust the longer term, bigger numbers? So in this case, we've got an obvious horrible performance on the road by the Celtics in the playoffs. Horrible. Great at home, horrible on the road. Okay. Now, If you're just following the playoffs, you're going to think that is set in stone, fade Boston on the road. But during the regular season, 82 games, 41 road games, you had Boston amongst the 16 teams that made the playoffs with the best Vegas against the spread record on the road of all 16 teams. Now, you might say, RJ, let's talk straight up. No, if anything, the against the spread is going to tell you By definition, the spread is expectation. Does or have the Celtics exceeded expectations on the road? Yes, in the regular season, more than any team that made the playoffs. In the postseason, horrible on the road. I always, almost always, unless there's a reason, a clear reason, I'm the type that will say the bigger number that's still applicable matters. We can debate and say, well, playoff basketball is different. We've got young players on the Celtics who are going to have uh, you know, more energy and confidence from being at home from that crowd, that great Boston crowd, and the stressors, the difficulties of being on the road. I think a young team struggles more. I think that the stressors on the road are, are more prominent in the playoffs. I think there's some reasons to say the Celtics probably are not going to be a great road team. But boy, to go from being the best road team amongst the playoff teams to the worst, man, it feels like it feels like if Boston wins game seven, there's going to be an opportunity to play Boston on the road because the public's going to be so into the narrative of home and road for them with the road being so poor in the playoffs. What's your Do you your think that will actually be reflected? Do you think people oh. are that nuanced? The betters are that nuanced? If they make the finals, that they're going to say, hey, this team just stinks on the road. Give me a couple extra points, or I'll lay a couple extra points. We don't even have to debate it. We can look at today's line, and we can look at Game 7 line, and the answer's obvious. So, four points for home court in the playoffs. That's standard. Now, the Cavs were seven, let's call it. Okay, so Cavs were seven, which means they were three points better, in theory, than the Celtics. Okay? Now... If you look at the Game 7 line, and let's do a breaking news on that. The Game 7 line already out here in Vegas. Boston at home, favored by two and a half. Two and a half points. So if four is the typical home court, if teams are even, that means Cleveland is considered to be one and a half points better. Because four to two and a half. But when they're at home, Cleveland was considered to be three points better. So obviously this home-road dichotomy, this narrative, and to some degree a reality of the Celtics underperforming on the road, overperforming at home, is already built into the market. So at home, Celtics are 10-0. and 0. Straight up. 
Yes. Do you feel comfortable saying, no worries? Boston, of course, is going to win a game seven at home. Because we got a, we do have a major factor on the other side. Not only is Boston going into a game seven, they haven't lost, you know, it's at home. They haven't lost at home in the playoffs. Kevin Love may not play. He played five minutes tonight. He got whacked in the head. Uh, reports were early reports just from Love uh, saying, hey, you know what? It's kind of 50-50. It's going to be a toss-up come Sunday. Got to feel good if you're the Celtics, right? Not rooting for an injury, but you're at home. You you win at home. Now one of the best well, players listen. on the other side is hurt. Any t- that's a, such a square chair question. Is Cofield, he hot take hot shot, some call him, decades in Vegas radio, <laughs> spent five years behind the counter. You think he'd get savvy, but no, somehow he didn't let it in. Did you did you purposely resist letting the knowledge in, or did it just not happen? Let's go. Hot, <laughs> hot shot. What is it? Hot, hot take, hot, take shot. hot shot. Hot take, hot shot. And also... Softball pitcher, I lob shots for you to bomb out of the <laughs> well, park. Come but we on. don't want you to look that. I look good regardless. We don't need you to look that bad. Right. Anytime there's a team that's only favored by two and a half. Right. They're a lock. It's, no. a, it's no, a close okay. game. <laughs> right. But, I, you know, you bring up an interesting point because you would have to wonder how much of this line is about love. I mean, does love really move the line? I know he's a big name. But does he really move the line? Because I, part of me thinks he does a little bit because this line surprised me. Meaning I thought it would be Cleveland 1. What? I did. Really? Because think about what people are saying, what this line is saying. Every spread tells a story. What is the story of this spread? Is that Boston has a better than 50% chance to beat LeBron in a Game 7 and how did you lead the, your recap of the game? Is LeBron, yeah. at least by one statistic, points, which is an old-school kind of counting stat, but still, ultimately, you're going to win with points, right? So efficiency is a mysterious thing sometimes, right? You hear about the different efficiency stats. But this is saying if you want to bet LeBron in a game seven, you can get plus money. Where if you just bet it on the money line, and I'll pull that up as we're talking, but if you just bet it on the money line, you can bet an amount and get a bigger amount back if you say LeBron's going to just win the game. You say, I don't need the points. I just think LeBron's going to win the game. And right now, if you said that, you can get plus 120. So just walk down the street and say, (laughs) hey, LeBron, game seven, who do you got? It's in Boston, though. Oh, I got LeBron. Oh, really? Great. Bet 100. You get 120. You are betting the underdog. Yeah. So, to me, it surprised me. Some of it may be Kevin Love, his potential absence or being hobbled. Some of it is the narrative of Boston being so good at home. But I, I'm surprised. I'm going to predict. And remember, whenever I was going to say, let's get the brass tacks here. You think this is a bad line? No, I I think whenever you predict line moves, uh, one, it's important to predict line moves because it tells you to bet now or later. Let's think about it. I like Boston, right? I'm disappointed. You do? Yes. Because you were going to get a great number the other way. Yeah. I mean, my gut feeling was that at plus one, at plus two even, I thought it could have got to, I'm going to bet Boston, make it a big bet. At 
minus, you know, pick a minus one, I probably make it a small bet. At two, two and a half, it's moving towards I lean that way, but I'm not going to take off the rubber band. Now, if the line somehow, which I would be shocked, got to four, four and a half, I might start looking at Cleveland. So that's the thing. Remember, professionals in Vegas bet numbers. They don't bet teams. I mean, it's really this simple. Plus four, I bet the Cavs. Plus two, I bet the Celtics. In between, it, you know, it's going to be smaller bets as you move across the numbers. And then eventually there's going to be a range of numbers that you're going to say no opinion. The line's about right. Who? What's your li- now? Listen. Let's give you the let's give the square chair credit where credits due. You right here on Fox Sports Radio, 330 Station Series 83 across the country said Celtics bet the Celtics to win the East before the playoffs started, 26 to one. Hey now. Do you have any? Do you want to take bows? How do you? How do you want to respond to that? <laughs> I've actually shied away from the bows. I pointed out it was the twenty-six to one that got me. I thought there was value. Well, that's, that's, so, that's, so that's the that definition. Was the important of... thing. It wasn't some bold like, "Hey, Boston's clearly the best team." I'll tell you what. As it goes down the stretch here, I'm getting more than worried that they can't win any of these games on the road. That would have made it a little nicer. Could have got the hell out of this series. Well, since before... there's a game seven at home, I wouldn't be worried about the road anymore. I'm saying up until this point, well, it nice would have been nice they, to get out listen, of Listen, if you're having a well, 20, if you're having a 26 to one long shot yeah. against LeBron James, and your complaint is, boy, I wish it didn't come down to a game seven. I, I think you're getting a little. I think it's called a humble brag. Yeah, is the internet kids call that? It's, all, it's also a little bit scary here. There's some confidence on the the Celtics side that they can win the game at home as they've done 10 straight times but my god LeBron is ridiculous. Yeah, but again that number right now to repeat it. Boston at home favored by in some spots up to two and a half. Man, that is a big number. And when we come back, I'm going to make an official pick on this game. It won't be my best bet. That's going to be at the end of the hour, but I'm going to give you a pick on Boston Cleveland game 7. We come back to our Geico Studios. On the way here, straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Straight out of Vegas, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Cavs get it to a game seven. LeBron with 46. The line is going to be two and a half Celtics favorite at home on Sunday. What do you got? Well, I think the key here is... We don't know what the line's going to be Sunday. We know right now That's a good point. <laughs> the line is two and a half. And I certainly do not want to bet Cleveland because I think the fatigue factor, and it's kind of funny, if you can eliminate who you know you don't want to bet, it's a good starting point right? in any game. I know it's, to me, Boston or pass. The question becomes, when? what is the line? What is the number that lets me think there's value on Boston. Can I make a square chair prediction? That's all you could do. I used to work behind the <laughs> counter at Sportsbooks, but it doesn't mean that I know where the line is going. I think it will go down. It'll go off at Boston one and a half. I think I, that would, it certainly down would be my bet. Yeah. Uh, line going down is my guess. And remember, guys, it's real simple, actionable information. If you trust that there's a better chance. This line goes down rather. I mean, first, I can't fathom it going to three. Like, it's so weird to think it's two and a half, but it would blow my mind to go up a half a point, which tells you how it feels like the wrong number. There's nothing from Sharps and Big Money that's going to come in on the side 
of the Celtics because Love might be out. I think, remember, the Sharps and the Big Money are great at timing their bets. I think they can read this market as well as me and say, hey, this line will probably go down if it's just public money. And thus, if they do like Boston, they'll wait till the last minute. And then you might see it go down to one and a half. Then 10 minutes before game time, shoots shoot back up a little bit. So in general, actionable info, if you like Cleveland, I would play now because I think this is likely, though not certainly the best number you're going to get, Cleveland plus two and a half. If you like Boston, I think you wait. And I will play Boston if it gets down to minus one, which it probably won't. I mean, that's an extra a tick. But at minus one, I'm betting Boston. It is hard to bet against LeBron in a game seven. But I tell you this, as great as he played, boy, it didn't seem like he left anything on the floor. Meaning, it was a he- if this was a game seven, we could be talking about it, magic, ch- you know, changing positions in, in 1980 or whatever kind of performance. There's another game left. Played 46 minutes, and he played every single minute in the first half. I mean, boy, I get you don't want to leave anything to doubt, but it felt like with a one-day turnaround with travel, I mean, this is a this is a tough spot, I think, for the Cavs. I talked to you earlier today on my local show in Vegas, so like six hours ago, five hours ago, and I was asking you if there was value before the game on the Cavaliers for the series at plus one 65. I noticed that down at one of the casinos today, someone walked in. They bet $100,000 on the Cavaliers at plus 165. And then they also fired 50000 on the Cavs to win the title. They got oh. it at 18 to 1, and they got it at 15 to 1. They, dro- t- they dropped it from 18 to 15 with a second $25,000. And it does bring up one last point, which is the idea how much more motivated are the Cavs? And let's think about this a second. So the Cavs game is Sunday. Golden State, and we'll be talking about this in the best bet, big favorite in game six. If Houston wins game six, which could happen, right, obviously, does that help Cleveland in game seven? Because LeBron's thinking, wait a minute. And the assumption is CP3, in fact, CP3's out in game six. I was on Houston radio today. And they say, listen, we we would not be shocked if CP3 doesn't play at all in the finals. That, that these hamstrings for him, it's been weak sometimes. And maybe he plays game three or four, and then he's not ver- very effective. They think it's almost certain he's out of game seven. Now listen, these are two radio guys, you know, very well received down there, but they're not professional batters. They don't have inside info. But boy, if your sense is you're playing Houston, potentially without CP3... The odds of the Cavs winning that title, doesn't it go up drastically relative to playing Golden State healthy? It certainly does. So to me, I kind of like the sharpness of that Cavs bat with an eye towards, boy, if if Houston can win either game six or seven and CP3 is hobbled, all of a sudden Cleveland's right in this thing. You're nodding. Well, because I I (laughs) I don't trust that CP3... But even I don't think he's 50... gonna, I don't trust that he's going to play either game. And now, I mean, if we I, the, those odds worry me, and I know we're going to get into Golden State and, and Houston specifically in a couple of minutes. But, but remember, down three, two Golden State's favorite to win the series. But remember, 
if even if CP3 doesn't play game seven, the odds will be, and this is just a prediction, we are, pregame.com is the official odds provider for the Associated Press. So an educated prediction, okay, but a prediction. Houston is probably a four-point dog at home in game seven without CP3. So that's pretty much a coin flip. Obviously, it's... A little less. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So, so, you, so you like you're saying it's sharp. The eighteen and the fifteen to one are sharp. Why not roll the dice and maybe CP three can play a little well, bit, or the Rockets all, somehow survive and make it. The assumption is you're high on Cleveland if you're betting Cleveland. Of course, I very much like the 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 bet on the finals or the title odds. And what were the, what was the payoff on that? The title odds. Oh, on the eighteen to one, yeah, it was eighteen to one, eighteen to one, and then fifteen to one. The guy he got twenty five thousand down at eighteen, twenty five thousand. I mean, at think about eighteen to one. I mean, that was before today. So and you had sent over earlier in the day. Other books had it as low as Cavs twelve to one to win the title. Yeah, so that was he, a nice number. Those he obviously nice shot for the right number. Right. Boy, I tell you this now. Obviously, one game has been played since, but I would love a little piece of that eighteen to one right now. No doubt, because what would the? Let's just think for a second what the odds would be. If it is against Golden State, I think Golden State would be in the minus 800 range. So you're looking at plus 500. So I don't even understand how it could have been 18 to 1. I mean, yeah, they, I, they tweeted the tickets out. I, no, no, I believe yeah, 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 it. Yeah. I be, I'm just saying that's a nice number. Did, maybe they needed money on that side. Yeah, I mean, and that's how the books do it. They're right. going to skew if the range is from 12 to 1 to 18 to 1. What's going to be the difference? It's going to be does that book have an opinion on Cleveland, as in pro or con? Or are they lopsided the other way? And we'll be talking a little bit about how lopsided betting can uh, potentially give you value. And we'll be talking about in hockey, there is unequivocal value in this hockey series. There's not even a debate about it. And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Let's talk just for a minute or two about PEDs. Because Stephen A. Smith over at ESPN did... Very clearly saying, we talked about it on one of our podcasts, Kofi, we had the sound. He's like, hey, guys, very elliptically, when have you ever seen a guy get better as he's 33, 34, 35? You know, wink, wink. It was pretty, it was very explicit. And he didn't get into it. Now, listen, one thing we do know is some guys, Stephen A's one of them, are connected with a lot of agents, a lot of players, a lot of coaches, and, you know, Colin Cowherd talks about it all the time. Hey, guys, I'll tell you opinions sometimes that's coming from other people, and it makes sense to me. I won't tell you who's telling me. I won't even tell you anyone's telling me. But a lot of my takes are informed takes, right? So do we really think, first of all, which makes a ton of sense. So when Colin talks Vegas sometimes, and I, I'll be proud of this, you know, obviously he'll attribute me many times and it's, it's very generous of him, but other times we'll chat and he'll say, Hey, Vegas is saying this. And it's an informed opinion. You think Stephen A is saying this out of nowhere? No. There's, it doesn't mean it's true. Doesn't mean LeBron's using PEDs, but it certainly means that there's some, some informed talk about it. What would your, what would your odds be from the square <laughs> chair right now? Has LeBron James. In the last 24 months, we'll even make this more narrow. In the last 24 months, has LeBron James used PED, Steve Cofield? You want a yes? 
I want an answer. Uh, yes I, or no? I'll give it like, oh, I was going to give it like a percentage. I don't All know. Right. Well, is it over or under 50%? I'd say under maybe 20% chance. Really? You think it's, but that, you're also ta- it's you're that big of a long shot? You're, you're talking to a guy. Oh, you think that's a long shot? I actually uh, thought that was kind of aggressive. 20% is 5 well, like I say 50 to 50-50. I, I don't, was Stephen A saying it was 50-50? I, it felt like Stephen A was saying it was, it was 80-90. I mean, you don't sit there and, and say this is it, – it, it's unbelievable. In a way, it was this is unbelievable is what Stephen A was saying, that he could be doing this without help. That doesn't sound like 20%. 20% is – like, huh? Like, like the Celtics were twenty percent against the Sixers. Sure. If you look at the odds, and when we talked about Canelo and PEDs, I probably said it was ninety percent. Yes, which is fine. Here's my. I mean, that's that's the difference, though. Is I'm super confident on the Canelo thing. He actually got caught. Here is my take on the PEDs. We know the testing, and this is LeBron or anybody. We know the testing is far behind the. Exploiters or the, or the ones who are trying to gain an edge might be the way to say it. Here would be my bet. I would bet 0% chance, not zero, a very small percent chance that he's done anything which is currently illegal. In, or illegal is not the right word. It would currently be a positive test in the NBA because his brand, think about his brand. How much is every argument to the end of time about LeBron, Jordan, whoever else in the future becomes great would be, yeah, but he cheated. I mean, think about the A-Rod. I mean, Barry Bonds, if you didn't know anything about PDs, Barry Bonds is probably the greatest baseball player that ever lived if you just look at the performance. And it's not just the home runs. People forget, before he ever started hitting home runs as a, as a Pirate fan, or at least a lapsed Pirates fan, I can tell you, he would have made the Hall of Fame if he retired in 95. Barry Bonds would have made the Hall of Fame if he retired. He was a great defensive player and a 30-30 machine. I mean, and then to become the greatest hitter or home run hitter in the history of the game as an afterthought? Now, obviously, it would seem to be allegedly PED-driven. Allegedly, I'm saying with a smile. And does anyone even talk about how good Barry Bonds was anymore? No one. Not a whole lot. No one. When's the last time you talked about how good Barry Bonds was? And you do 15 Years. hours a week. Years. A-Rod, how often do we talk about how good he was? Would LeBron risk it? Here's what I think, though. I would say it's 80-plus percent LeBron is doing something that is just as effective as PEDs, but they're just not illegal yet. And that's the question, this idea of this, you know, is it PEDs to be uh, eating really healthy? Well, no, but boy, how much of a difference does it make? And LeBron's in, in barometric chambers and he's getting frozen, he's getting heated. He's spending, uh, there was a good article, I can't remember who did it, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands a year just on his health. So I think, yeah, he's going to be so, uh, so different from history because he's doing things that's never been done to keep his body in shape and in, in, in fine working order. But I don't think it is yet against the rules. And because of that, you just got, in my opinion, you just got to give LeBron credit. And after we talk about the update here, we're going to come back, and this is pretty amazing, with the potentially biggest loss on any sporting event in the history of Las Vegas. But first, Kevin Figures with the latest. 
All right, guys, and speaking of LeBron James, he did have 46 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists in 46 minutes of work as the Cavaliers did beat the Celtics in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals, 109-99. to Kevin Love did leave the game early in the first quarter with a head injury. He's in the concussion protocol currently. Terry Rozier scored 28 for Boston in the loss. Boston now heading back for Game 7 at home. They are 10-0 at home so far this postseason in Major League Baseball. Matt Kemp with a three-run home run for the Dodgers. They beat the Padres in L.A. 4-1 to as L.A.'s now won three consecutive games in seven of their last eight. Ross Stripling, who got the start, struck out 10 in six and two-thirds innings of work. The Mariners with a 2-1 victory over the Twins as James Paxton struck out 11 in seven innings of work. Diamondbacks snap a seven-game losing streak. They beat the Oakland A's 7-1. to Nick Ahmed with a home run there. Patrick Corbin with seven strikeouts in seven innings of work as well. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Brewers beat the Mets 4-3 in extra innings. Rangers with an 8-4 victory over the Royals. Astros hammered the Indians' bullpen 11-2. George Springer with a home run and three hits on the night. Houston has won five in a row and 13 of their last 16. Yankees with a 2-1 victory over the Angels. Glaber Torres with a solo home run in the seventh inning to put the Yankees ahead in that one. And the Red Sox with a 6-2 victory over the Atlanta Braves. Boston has won five of their last six. Mookie Betts with his 17th home run of the season. Back to straight out of Vegas. All right, Kevin. Straight out of Vegas in the Geico Studios. So big story in Las Vegas, clearly, the Golden Knights. Big story in this sports betting world, the Golden Knights and hockey Generally, the books don't take a big hit on hockey one way or the other, but because of this amazing run by an expansion team, RJ, the books are going to lose some money. Well, I guess the question is they're probably going to lose money anyway, even if the Golden Knights lose, because they've been so aggressively trying to mitigate their exposure on the Golden Knights. And let's quantify that. The odds opened up at 500 to 1. Now, it's easy to say 500 to 1 and think, okay, that's big. But think about it this way. I put a ticket up on my Twitter. His Twitter handle is at RJ in Vegas. And it was a $50 ticket on the Golden Knights to win 25000 That's what 500 to 1 is. <laughs> and I get it. It's simple uh, multiplication. But boy, $50 to win 25000 there are dozens of tickets in that 500 to 1 range, 300 to 1 range, 200 to 1 range. Now, there's no like $1,000 tickets there, but there only needs to be some, you know, I think there was even a $100 ticket floating around, right? For 50K. Correct. So you add in how big of a long shot the Golden Knights were as an expansion team. And another way to quantify that, this century, since 2000, the champion in college or pro, counting NHL, counting baseball, basketball, football, and then on the college side, forgetting hockey, though, or baseball, but football and basketball. The biggest underdog that's won long shot, that's won a title, preseason odds, 100 to 1. So this is going to be five times less likely if the Golden Knights win. And they're favored. They're favored in the series now over Washington. With home ice, as they say. Now, to me, the idea that you've got such a big long shot and you've got so many people in Vegas with 
ten dollar tickets, even later because you know at a hundred to one, <laughs> yeah. at twenty. They to didn't one. go five hundred to one down to twelve to one. It was a slow, <laughs> slowly down to two hundred to one fifty to one hundred to eighty. And, so on. and Vegas loves to bat. Yep. And this is the first time we've ever had a pro sports team. And quite frankly, and you can speak to this on a couple of levels, Cofield, this is the first time I've seen, I've been in Vegas over 20 years now. First time I've seen the city excited anywhere near this. I hear stories about UNLV in 91, 92, the Tark, and all that. But 20 years, it hasn't been close with UNLV. And here's the perspective I want from you. You do 15 hours a week of Vegas sports talk. You are the guy in town. It's not even a debate. And you've been shocked at the amount of passion, enthusiasm, and interest in this hockey team. It's outrageous. I mean, you've got 1,000 people, 750 people showing up to their practice facility every day, 20 miles outside the Strip. The tickets have just gone up and up and up and up. I mean, the Stanley Cup Finals, the get-in price is like 900 bucks. The average price for game one is $1,400. Season ticket holders. I've got season ticket holders on my show. Their season tickets were a hundred bucks. If this game goes or if this series goes, so, to so a game wait, seven, season tickets were a hundred bucks. No, hundred bucks a game. Okay, right. So a hundred dollars seats. Their tickets are now three hundred and eighty dollars. Right, and they're not even the top seats. They're in. The dude's going to pay for two tickets, three thousand dollars to go to the Stanley Cup, and I don't think they had a lot of people say, you know what, I'm out. But, I think I think like eighty percent of the season ticket holders are still in, so they're paying thousands of dollars to watch this phenomenon. But that tells one story, and it's a heck of a story. But Vegas, we know, has that high level, high roller kind of thing, and it maybe it's the MGMs of the world and the Caesars of the world buying the tickets and saying, "Hey, Tony Soprano, remember when they flew Tony out to Vegas that time in the last season?" Hey, we got the jet from Newark. We can have you at the hockey game. All of a sudden now, though, Tony potentially loses 300K playing blackjack. Right. So I think it's amazing, and I think it's one of the reasons the Raiders are going to do, do so well here. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Is Hey, you want to be on the sidelines? You know, and there's a lot of guys that run, forget the mob, a lot of guys that run seven, that have eight 7-Elevens in New Jersey that want to be on the sidelines of the Giants game when they play the Raiders. Oh, the casino hosts in town are so fired up for so, Raiders football. So you're, you're hearing that from the ground? No doubt. I mean, uh, one guy, Steve Sear, that we work with, he was already talking about just, you know, he has 40 guys he can bring in for Steelers games, and they're all high rollers, and you know what that means. Like you said, hey, yeah, go to the football game. It's free, sort of. Yeah, or and be in the luxury box. Because sure. remember, and this is something we'll be talking about in the summer months when we have a little bit more time. Guys who are rich, but they're nerdy. They're you know, obviously you got the Brad Pitts of the world. They're rich, and they also have the other thing, right? However you want to quantify that. There's a lot of guys that are 52 years old, balding, pot bellies that are rich. And when I say rich, I'd say worth 20 million bucks. So you've never heard of them. And they own 7-Elevens or they own whatever, gas stations. What can they buy? They can buy a big McMansion. They can buy a nice car. Maybe they have a Guma on the side. So they're buying that. But they can't buy a sense that they're special. Like, like all that oftentimes is about trying. And again, this is a generalization. Everyone's different. Right. They want to feel special. Vegas can make a billionaire feel special. One time, and again, I've had some of these experiences. I haven't had a lot of them. But there was a guy, a 
big time high roller I was hanging with. And there's a place in, in the MGM called The Mansion. Have you heard of this? Yes. So it's a place that you can't even get into. <laughs> I don't have access to it. You can't even get in. It's a little section of the, of the casino, of the MGM, within the casino. You can't even get in. We were in there. They had every drink, you know, the, the highest level vodka, the highest level whatever. And it was all there, right? You know, hey, you want a drink? Uh, yeah, fine. And it's whatever vodka you want. And then this guy called up his host and said, hey, I want to run over and have dinner over at the Cosmo. They had a Bentley. It wasn't just a car. They had a Bentley drive us, and it was only like 300 yards away. And again, this was just a li- this guy was betting. <laughs> this guy was betting maybe ten thousand a hand, right? Which is a lot of money, but it's nowhere near what the whales bet. No, and 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 you could not. It would be difficult to replicate the experience that he was having and I was having as a hanger on that night. Even if you're worth, you know, yeah, if you're a billionaire, you can't. But even if you're worth twenty million, you couldn't replicate it. Vegas does that exceptionally well. Vegas is going to do that. For the Raiders, Vegas is going to do that or is doing it for hockey. But the last question I have for you on the hockey, Cofield, I'm talking about the guy who's dealing to that guy, the guy that's making 70K, that's lived here seven years, right. that's never really felt a connection to Vegas yep. because it is such a transient town. What, well, have, can, what can, have you seen from that? Well, I can tell you, on the ground, you've also got parties all around town with thousands of people watching the games. And the other thing is I've never seen – the bars here as packed as they are on game nights. Just people want to go out and be part of it. So, and, and to come full circle on this, those are the people who along the way, you know, Vegas is going to lose money on this. There's estimates of maybe $7 million loss if the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup so, title. So the bookmakers are going to lose yes. money, which that would be the biggest loss in the history of Las Vegas on a single event. And they're not going to do that just because people have those hundred and fifty, you know, hundred dollar, fifty dollar, twenty five dollar tickets at a hundred to one, one fifty to one. There's all the people along the way, the little guys who made some sort of bet, basically as a collector, collector's Su- item yep. for down Support. the road. And we talked about this on our "Don't Bet on It" podcast, which we take the hot takes of the week from everybody, Colin, Stephen A. Doesn't matter. No sacred cows, and we. We we judge them quite frankly from a Vegas perspective, cold cash over hot takes, and we were talking about it. Is in Vegas, this is such a transient town. People come, people go, people get chewed up. And if you're a survivor here, you kind of laugh. Remember that guy? <laughs> and it's not that we wish, hope that they get chewed up. We just kind of know it's what happens in this town. And to me, it was after the shooting. In the Vegas Strong, I was very surprised at the community around that. Obviously, life and death, but I was still surprised. And it seems to have carried over to the hockey. No doubt. It's never really been a town and you know that was bonded together. We're here in the Geico Studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. And when we come back, RJ's best bet, my best bet in this one, Just try to guess. Guess what it's going to be. It's on the Golden (laughs) State-Houston game. You're not going to guess it because it's going to shock you. Straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Back here on Straight Out of Vegas, Steve Cofield, RJ Bell. 
Man, what a setup for this uh, Golden State Houston game coming you, up on Saturday. You know what's funny about that progressive that you know that taped read is I was on with Looney and JT. Well, JT was out this week every Thursday at six twenty Pacific on their show. I love their show. Is Looney was so mad it seemed like, and I'm just guessing here, but because he is the best reader I think in the world in sports for sure. <laughs> I mean, he, the way he does it, it just it sounds like a pro. And when the the recorded read was there, he had like a second kind of intro he was going to do, and he made it like two minutes long. It was so long, and I'm like, Looney, you were so mad you couldn't talk when that progressive recording was on. You, you just had to talk for a while. Stole the thunder. And, and he just giggled like, you know, you're right. You got me. You nailed me. <laughs> so Warriors are 12 against the Rockets. Now the story has become Game the, six. the status of... CP3. Before we get to your official play on this, really quick, what you were just discussing during the break, you were giving me a little lesson on the total. The total is now down to 212.5 for this game. Most of the series, it's been 225 or 226. The last two games were on the 170s, 180s. As the square chair, I'm like, hey, they still haven't adjusted. I got to play under. Well, some of this is going to be CP3, right? So if you look at the spread, my estimate is CP3 is between three and four points of adjustment in this game, downgrading Houston with his absence. By the way, we mentioned it earlier, Houston guys on radio that I trust say they would make a major bet he doesn't play Game 7 either. Wow. So who knows? But that's from guys that are following them pretty closely. When you see, though, that total crashing, remember, when it stops moving, so it was 213, it was 214, then 13, then 12. When it starts moving, the wise guys are saying, we're done betting it. So that's them saying there's no value left. If they thought there was value left, they'd keep betting the under. So usually when there's a big move, if you make a bet after it stops moving in the same direction, you're getting such the worst number, it's hard to win that way. So are you betting this game or the series on the Rockets? Here comes the best bet. Here's the shocker. I'm stopping on Houston to win game six outright. Houston on the money line. Now, you can get seven to one on this. 100 wins you 700. Obviously, this isn't going to happen 50% of the time. It's not going to happen 30% of the time. But if it happens 20, we've got a good bet at seven to one. And here's the thinking. Psychologically, Golden State, usually it's like, let's play really hard in game six. I'll let LeBron hold serve. But without CP3, is there any chance that this team, this Golden State team, that quite frankly, throughout the season has been lackadaisical in many spots, thinking, we got game six, CP3's out, we're double-digit favorites, let's maybe put save a little energy for game seven. And Houston is so smart when it comes to how do you win as a big underdog? Because it's high variance. What does that mean? It means shoot a bunch of threes, hope you get hot, and try to get lucky. Well, if any team we want to hope is going to shoot a bunch of threes and get hot, Houston's one of them. I'm taking a long shot. Houston, 100 to win, 700 to win the game in game six. Wow. All right. Brian No on the way. We'll see you tomorrow. Straight to Vegas, Saturday night, 10 o'clock Pacific. Straight out of Vegas! 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.